What it is, what it do, and how the hell are all of you? With yours truly, Petra, I'll back with another mother lover. You already know the deal. Grab your smoke, grab your drink, and lock it with your boy. Because we back with another one, man. Some more political garbage, you know what I'm saying? Now, if you don't know, now you know. I'm on Spotify. I'm on pretty much all the major uh, podcasting sites. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeartRadio. You know, check your boy out. Uh, I'm, like, comment, help help the show grow. Like I always refer to the show as Little Marijuana Plant. Help this become some banging budge. You know what I'm saying? Now, that being said, all the little plugs that you know people want to do, <laughs> we done. Now, we got a lot a lot to cover today in today's actual episodes. We gonna we gonna crack out as many as we can. Believe that. Got a couple reactions we gonna do too, but. Just just like I said, locking with your boy, because we got a whole lot of political garbage just to be diving on into. Now, this particular article is from Vulture, man. Hmm. You might be asking yourself, what motherfucking outlet is Vulture? I'm not even sure. Like I said, I use that smart news app and shit, so I be looking at all the articles and shit. This just caught my eye because... I'm how to say this. We're going to just jump into it, man. It's about hair discrimination, which, let's be honest, is really just old, reliable racism. But instead of having black people do the labor of explaining centuries of discrimination, constantly evidenced by stories of people losing jobs, being removed from school, or having their hair touched unprovoked, John Oliver does it himself like an ally should. The point is, black hair shouldn't be viewed, corralled, or judged by com- by white people's comfort, because it doesn't belong to white people. It doesn't affect white people, and white people really shouldn't have an opinion on it. He says promoting the Crown Act, which would ensure protection against discrimination, and our laws, our laws should reflect reflect that. In the meantime, there is there is a way to learn more about the social stigma and commit to it being anti-racist. Google it. Uzo, Aduba, Leslie Jones, and Craig Robinson make a make a special appearance to really hammer down the point. The information is out there. Robinson says while well, Joan Jones adds, "Once you get the information, you can appreciate all the beauty and hard work it takes to keep my hair laid and looking good." Not to mention, yeah, hard to be, hard to be ignorant. <clears throat> what it says is hard to be ignorant. Hard to be ignorant. You, you, the internet is right there. You figure it out. Sourdough bread last year. I think you can Google the word weave. Aduba uh, said with a smile. Now, this is this. I've heard that. I've heard this a lot, man. I've heard a lot of uh, black people get mad at white people for having dreads or uh, braids. This, that, the other, but. Man, the Viking culture had dreads. They had braids. So you really can't just say, oh, it's ours. You can't have it. You know what I'm saying? And you can't just say everything is a cultural appropriation or this, that, because that's not the truth, man. Joe Pegg said it the best. You can't just say everything is a... your ancestry and everything is everything was brought by your people. You can't say those things because that's stupid and it's not true. Joe Peggs was referring to the SNL skit when uh, Elon Musk was on there and he already all people was all high and mighty about that shit. But they was trying to talk about AAVE, African American Vernacular English, which they really mean slang, ebonics. You know that's really what they mean. They're just trying to label it as something else. And again. You can't do, you can't, no way are you going to be able to say that slang is just a black person's thing. That is not true. 
It's just not, man. And I know a lot of these, and this, these are radicals that are all upset about this. I mean, the guy that wrote the SNL skit, dude was black and said it bombed. Wasn't a good one, but eh, better luck next time, right? He didn't even know what the fuck AAVE meant. But I see I have a couple friends that got dreads, man. And they, I, get, I see them get told at least once a week that their colds are appropriating, that they should cut their dreads off. Man, I've seen some of them get told that they should just outright die. Rah, rah, rah. They get called racist. They get cut all, the, called all these names, bro. And, again, I think some of these people that be calling them names really don't be doing any research, man. The Viking culture had dreadlocks. They had, they had braids. I mean, they have cornrows, but they had motherfucking braids. You know what I'm saying? That you can't. There's no way you can just say, "Oh, our our culture is the only one that had that," because that's not true. And America is supposed to be some great melting pot, you know, where we're all supposed to be able to bring all of our, all of the big good things of our cultures and our people, and bring that shit together and, and put that in the melting pot. So I really don't understand where all this cultural appropriation shit's really coming from. You know what I'm saying? I it's, it, it's baffling as fuck, bro. And then, this is just anecdotal, but I mean, I think we've all seen it. You know, this dude was on one of the car groups on Facebook, asking about some shit about his whip. You know, and he had a, a rebel, he had a, uh, the Confederate flag in the back, but it wasn't the actual Confederate flag. It was the Confederate flag, but it had an eagle on it, you know. So he, it wasn't just the normal, you know, cut and dry um, uh, rebel flag. And... And their mama got on there calling him racist, this, that, the other, man. And, uh, you know, he gave his, he tried to give his little story. He said he was raised by a black woman. And, uh, you know, if he, if, if it was really racist, she'd have beat his ass and all that, you know. And, and ain't nobody trying to hear this shit. We know that, bro. We all know ain't nobody trying to hear it. You know, we all know that. Because we we've all seen it. We've all seen these arguments take place. And the other side doesn't ever want to hear what the people that are making the accusations don't want to hear what the accused has to say. And, and as long, if, it, if it's not, I'm sorry, uh, I will never do it again, or rah, 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 they don't want to hear shit. And even if you did apologize, they're still going to try to make you feel bad for having it. I mean, I've seen people say, you should take that shit down, bro. You should, you're, I hope your car crashes. You know what I'm saying? Like some real foul, foul shit, man. And I don't, it just baffles me that that's 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 what people thought was okay, and you know people are say, oh my the, the one person it's not heritage, it's not your heritage, it's racist, it's this, you know that's that you you can't tell everybody in the south that they can't have their own heritage and believe in what they want to believe in, you know what I'm saying it that's baffling to me, bro. And to have John Oliver, you know they're gonna they're gonna make it sound like this man's really championing championing uh, African American rights and he's really a uh, you know, he's really down with the brotherhood, and he's like, that man's a motherfucking virtue-signaling, pandering, lying motherfucker that only wants views, bro. That's why he does what he does. That's why he talks the shit he talks. How many times has this man's videos been debunked? You know what I'm saying? This man don't use no... His, his sources are about as good as CNN, MSNBC, a familiar source. That's all they got, bro. They ain't doing no real journalism. They ain't doing no real talk show, nothing, bro. John Oliver is a wannabe motherfucking Jay Leno because he couldn't couldn't ha hold a candle to any of the other great talk show hosts. Let's be honest. Can't. 
That's why he does the pandering he does. But I see this argument a lot when it comes to hair. And I've seen we've, we've I've seen the stories where uh, kids have been kicked out of schools for their hair. But one thing John Oliver is not speaking of specifically when it comes to that those kids. A lot of those a lot of those kids go to private schools. Not a public school. Go to a private school. And when you go to a private school, you got to abide by their rules, whether you like it or not. And I know one of the cases that I read about, the boys' dreads were just too long, and they went past the height limit or the length limit. Now, myself personally, where we're at in 2021, you know, uh, I'm not, I'll be 100%, I'm not down with all the colored hair. I think that, in a lot of senses, that is an unprofessional thing. I'll say that to the tell I'm blue in the face. Uh, you want to run your own business, those things, color your hair however you want, but I don't personally think that it's very professional when I go to any store and there is an entire color box of, uh, hairstyles in the room, red, blue, green, uh, bright yellow, bright green, pink, like, come on, man, I don't care what your hairstyle is, I don't care if it's up, down, I don't give a fuck, but the color that does scream a little bit of unprofessional to me. Now, that might not be for everybody else, but for me, it does. I'm not saying you can't have a streak or highlights, but when your shit looks like a flaming highlighter, nah, you're not going to get no, you're not going to get no uh, respect from me for that shit. It's just not going to happen. For me, at least. And I, like I said before, I just find it to be a little unprofessional. That, but then again, I'm a little older, and when I started working, bro, you couldn't, you had to have your uh, clean shaven face, hair had to be trimmed. Uh, your hygiene had to be straight. You weren't allowed to have any piercings or tattoos. Uh, rah, rah, rah. So a lot of things have came a lot uh, really far away. But when I think it comes to schools and things, especially private schools, you either going to abide by the rules or go to a public school. You can have your hair as long as you fucking want then. Uh, education might suck, but hey, as, long as, you, as long as you can have long hair, right? Now, I do think the schools probably should make it a little, look, a little more, maybe... Just lift most of the restrictions when it comes to hairstyles and hairdos, especially where we're at in 2021. 20, not coloring, hairstyles. Because coloring hair is not a fucking style. That's a choice. That's I'm sorry, it just is. And uh, maybe that, maybe that, maybe I have a, such a distaste for all that colorful hair shit from all the SJWs and screechers out there that have done nothing but for the last... Six, seven, eight years screech as loud as they can. Just get louder and louder. Yeah. Maybe that's why I ain't got no respect for them teal haired bitches. <laughs> now. When it comes to black people's hair. And they screech. And they, you know, they're talking about cultural appropriation. Is it not cultural appropriation then when you go add fake hair to hair to make it longer like I mean can't that can't that be flipped just as easily against against that argument because if you if you have to have them put a fake hair in your hair is that not cultural appropriation for whoever whose hair that is especially if it's straight or you know if, if it's straight if it's blonde is, is that not So does it only go one way? 
Or is this just another case of fighting discrimination, using discrimination, hoping to end discrimination? And using a bunch of, let's say, uh, overly paid mouthpieces to push it? I ain't got no respect for no talk show hosts that pander or virtue signal. I don't have mad, I don't, matter of fact, I ain't got no respect for anybody that virtue signals or panders. Ain't got time for that shit, man. That's not, that's not, that's not real, that's fake. You're gonna say whatever, you're gonna say whatever you want me to hear to hopefully get me to buy into whatever you want me to buy into. And that's just all, like I've said before, I don't, I don't play games like that. I don't buy into shit like that. And I think for a lot of people, they don't know what to do with that. You know, I think a lot of people in, uh, like, we'll go back to the SNL skit. They was talking about Gen Z, right? In the words Gen Z uses, it, bro, say less, vibe, you know, whatever, whatever, all that other shit, because they, you know, they gotta sound all extra goofy. <laughs> Not that you can't use those words in, you know, a good manner, but a lot of them overdo it, bro. That's my opinion. But the fact that you had people in Gen Z get mad that someone mocked them really shows how soft and sensitive Gen Z really is. And that is because of the millennials that they looked up to. I'm going to say that 100. Because there's a lot of millennials at the ass end of being millennials. Not, not the ones born in the early 90s. The ones born in the late 90s, mid 90s. Those millennials, those, how to say it, Nut baskets, crazy motherfuckers, whatever you want to call them. Those ones are the ones that screech and said, it's all unfair. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And they taught that shit to Gen Z. Gen Z just used a microphone to get it out there. Let's just be honest, bro. And I've thought about it. I already know, like, gener- older generations, especially when they're like, when they talk to old people, you boomer. You know, growing up, and I know a lot of the listeners that listen to my shit, I've age brackets, they show me. So I know a lot of these people grew up with elders that was truly old school. Yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. You know, uh, you was in before the streetlights came on. A lot of us didn't have no Wi-Fi or none of that shit, so our internet, when we, when we was told to get the fuck up off AOL, we got the fuck up off AOL. You know what I'm saying? There was a lot more respect, a lot more responsibility, a lot more accountability, a lot more morals in the earlier part of the millennials, in my honest opinion. The ass end is a Gen Z, in my opinion, man, is a, and that's not all of them, because it can never be all, you know, but it's a good portion of just entitled little assholes, bro. And they got elders, their elders, millennials and whatever else up. All the way up to boomers, bro. Let's just be honest. You got all you got all the way up to our elders, elders. Letting these motherfuckers run rampant with their bullshit. They're enabling that bullshit. There's a lot of parents that enabled a whole lot of shit that they could have curb stopped, stomped out, 
All kinds of that. They could have did that. But instead, they let their kid get away with a whole lot of stuff, came up with all these other reasons for them to come up with it, get away with it, what have you. And I think one of the biggest differences is kids start to have kids at an earlier age. So then these kids, instead of being a parent, you ended up being more of a friend. And you're not supposed to be a kid's friend. You're supposed to be their parent. And I think a lot of the Gen Z parent, a lot of the Gen Z's parents, are soft, sensitive. That's what I think. This article, from uh, I believe it's the Independent. But yeah, I believe it's the Independent. Yeah, Independent. This is Donald Glover. Is right. I'm sick of white people canceling things on my behalf. On Tuesday, the always perceptive. Perceptive. Donald Glover tweeted, "We're getting boring stuff. We're getting boring stuff, and not even in, and not even um, boring stuff because they're afraid of getting canceled. Having children is one of the most destructive things you can do to the environment." Says the research. Hold up, my, hold up. Okay, what is Donald Glover talking about when says when says getting canceled? Oh, I hate how they do these fucking things, man. Okay, so he's basically saying, blaming blame, blame for boring TV and films. He says uh, experimental uh, experimental mistakes in TV and films these days because people are afraid of getting canceled. He added that in order to avoid a social media uproar, people are afraid to make anything other than the aesthetic changes in movies and other cultural output. Dave Chappelle recently said something that the sa- of the same accord. We'll 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 get to that because. I mean, he had that whole show, and then he came out again and said, it, you know, the cancel culture thing's really, really an issue in the sense that you're making it so people are afraid just to have a conversation. You got people that are afraid to, like he's saying, be creative, think outside of the box, do anything outside of what they see that the, what the culture right now is willing to allow. They're listening to the small minorities that scream and screech as loud as they can. The Twitterverse. They're listening to that. Instead of listening to the masses who really don't give a damn. Claiming that artists and directors can no longer be creative because of lack of appreciation for comedy and opinion. For the record, I think they're both right. And I've said it before. I once This is, this is, the, uh, our, this is the reporter. His name is Alex Miller. I once wrote for Thirty Rock and NBC. Should uh, and Thirty Rock should, and Thirty Rock and NBC should have never deleted their uh, more controversial TV episodes, including the one where Jane Kukowski's character Jenna dresses in blackface. Almost as soon as I said it publicly, I started getting told by white people that I was wrong. These same white people then sent me advice on how I needed to change my ways of thinking, as if they could be a better black man than I could. After that, I had to ask myself, will this article potentially, maybe, end my writing career? Before before penning something which straightforwardly wrestled with whether canceling is a good thing, a good idea is always a good idea just in case white social media warriors came after me. The thing with canceling is that it makes white people feel like they're doing something useful, but the black community never asked people to de- destroy or defund or edit manipia- media output which graced our televisions and our movie theaters and our libraries for decades. That isn't the root cause of discrimination against us. Often it feels like the usually white powers that be preempt, preempt 
some sort of angry backlash from my community and act accordingly. Don't do that. We'll let society know in mass what really pisses us off. Instead of making things easier or more respectful for black folks, canceling has become a stereotype and a conversation about what about we want that we're being shut out of this being shut out it's a distraction and an easy straw man for right wingers Equal, equality doesn't mean anticipating what a group might want or some point in the near future because you're afraid of a lawsuit or demonstrate demonstration in front of your building and stifle creativity because of it i don't need a trigger warning in an adaption of in an adaption of gone with the wind i need a real change in society and i want tv and film to be able to push the boundaries and make edgy comedy which sometimes makes people uncomfortable now They've went after everybody and their mom for blackface. That's they have. Whether it's whether they say it's for comedic purposes, rah rah rah. This is a black person saying that you know there's white people trying to tell him how he could be a better black man, and that's fucked up. That's racist. Goes back to what Tim Scott and them were saying: fighting discrimination with discrimination, hoping to end discrimination. It's a fucking conundrum. It's a joke. It ain't gonna work. Now, what he's wrong about is it doesn't give right wingers a straw man. That's a straw man in its own right, assuming that right-wingers give a fuck about what the left-wing wants canceled. When the left went after Aunt Jemima, the right laughed. Because it, you're right, it's a waste of time. It does nothing. It solves nothing. But the right was not mad, and they were not using that. They spoke on it. Oh, yeah, you're fucking right. Everyone spoke on it because how stupid it was. But you, if you think can, cancel culture in any sense of the word is a good thing, you're a fucking idiot. Because all it does is create more backroom, underground groups that do not want anything else other than to break that rule. You take something away from someone, they're going to find a way to use it or get it again. You tell someone not to do something that makes them want to do it ten times harder. The only people that are afraid of cancel culture are the ones that are afraid they can't fight back to it, can't fight against it. In the adaptions to movies where you change this, that, other thing, all you're really doing is writing, rewriting history in your own, in your own, uh, in the image that you think is more comfortable for someone else. And that's fucked up. And he's got it wrong there too, though. It's not white people. It's white liberals. It's white radicals. So to me, it's funny how you how he's trying to say it's, you know, white people. No, 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 no. It's one subset of white people that think they're really doing the black community justice or doing them some type of favor. When Another subset of white people, conservatives, Republicans, whatever, are literally saying that's a waste of time. That is racism. That is discrimination. That is prejudice. That is all kinds of fucked up. But yet, the radicals are still doing it, but calling the conservatives racist. Now, you figure that one out, Alex Miller. You figure that one out. Now... For those keyboard warriors who wait for someone to mess up as if it's some kind of sport, I would say stop thinking for communities you're not a part of and stop trying to predict the future. Creativity is what makes us human. We've reached a disconnect between intent and reaction, and that can only be damaging. If you have to work hard to see malice, and especially 
if you're seeing it on behalf of someone else, then I implore you, in the words of Gen Z, and Gen Z, to take several seats when Donald Glover thinks you've gone too far, you need to check yourself. But, let's, there were, Black Lives Matter, the school systems, the agendas that have been pushed, have brainwashed these radical Gen Z kids adults, whatever have you, that are shooting for this cancer culture, whatever, when they're aiming for that, that's what is bred of that radical culture. That's what happens when you breed that. When there's no normalcy anymore, there's no sign of normal, that's because you bred that to happen. And and people that try to say that's not, no, that's exactly what you did. You brainwashed a bunch of fucking people to think one thing, and now you're mad that they're running with it the way you the way you didn't teach them to. You just brainwashed them and molded them into what you thought was going to go good until they stray off. Kind of like when they're protesting, and one group specifically goes down one other street that they're not supposed to to go do whatever they're going to do, but then they run back to the veil of the protest. Yeah. You molded them to do that shit too. You molded them to run right on down there. You just don't like that they didn't listen to your command, objective, whatever you want to call it. That's really what it is. And that's not all black people. It's not all white people. It's not all of any race of people. But the extremism and the radicalism, that ain't going anywhere. And with all the shit they've brought on, All that Pandora's box that they've opened? We got a long wave yet to ride out. So to try to say, oh, it needs to stop now. A little late there, bub. But you're right. But you're right. People need to stop thinking on the behalf of other people. Think about your damn self. Do what's best for you. And if you can be a nice human being along the way and occasionally help someone out, then you shoot for the moon. But if you can at least be a decent person in this world, you're going to go a whole lot further than any of these radical games, these radical agendas, these radical movements. Because for as fast as they start up and they run, they will die out. And will anything actually come from it? Probably not. At least not longevity-wise. And I think any adult with two brain cells to rub together can see that. And on those notes, you already know what it is. Stay blazed, stay blessed, and stay safe. And if you want to laugh, listen to John Oliver and his stupidity. Maybe don't pay for HBO to listen to him, but you can definitely catch his his clips. And then tell me what your opinion is on his bullshit. You can find me on Gab at One Big Fuck or One Big Fucka, or on Parlor, or on Facebook at Hotbox Talk. You already know what it is. Oh, and what do you guys think about what Donald Glover said? Is he right? Do white radicals really have to stop thinking on the black on the behalf of the black community? You already know what it is. Let your boy know. Hopefully y'all are enjoying the weather. Hopefully y'all are jo- enjoying your life. And hopefully, hopefully, y'all got a little bit of a joint to blaze up at night. Peace.